mean only one thing. He has arrived. Yeah. You see, it's not like a, a an intimidating alarm, though. When you joined that Zoom, then it kind of went bing bong, bing bong. It's how I'd like to enter most rooms, to be honest. Well, it made me think of, like, possibly the next job that you can do in a couple of weeks. Okay. Because I like obviously you're in the you're in the industry, the hospitality industry, and things like that. Been in it for since you were born, man, man and boy. Have you ever thought I'd make a really good air uh, steward? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because they, they, like that that bing bong made me think of like <laughs> that, and I could ima- and then immediately I thought, yes, you could easily. Get into that, I think. Oh, definitely. Jet setting JK. <laughs> what a spin-off that would be. <laughs> I would be so good at that. Because just... Right, stop. Right, okay. We've talked about this before. Like I think we talked about it last week on the Patreon, like doing CVs, and if you're going to like you put your skills at the top now. That's how a CV kind of works, your good skills for the job that you're applying for. Obviously, last week we spoke about if you're going to do something in comedy, skill number one is... Be funny. Be funny. And not <laughs> a lot of people can do that by all accounts. So let's let's think about this. I'm going to read your CV for being an air steward. You're interested in the job, which is great. You look the part. <laughs> Which is a big tick in your box, my friend. Um, what are you putting as your skills? Top ones. Like top five. Let's do a top five skills that you think five. you've got to be an air steward. Okay. Well, I think number five, you said look the part. I also would look very good in the uniform. This I is would a- make the uniform look good. This is true. It's not a full-on suit, but it's very smart. Um, nine times out of ten. And yes, I think I think you would you would definitely look the part in the uniform. Would you? It's hard to no, it's not hard to tell. Would you go full fake tan, <laughs> or would you hopefully get a tan from all the jet setting you're doing? See, I don't tan very well. I just burn and then go pale again. This so I probably I don't think I'd do the sunbeds because cancer. Uh, so what probably what yeah. So number four would be. I'd invest a lot of my own money in like some good tanning lotion, like those top up kind of lotions that you can get that just kind of keep whatever yeah. bit of tanning you might have. I think that'd be a get what you pay for kind of scenario. You wouldn't want to buy the cheap. Like we we all remember an early podcast of ours called I think it's still it's still called Lance's Orange. <laughs> probably. I'd, be, I'd be worried you'd go down that route. Would you do full body because you love Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I thought that. I, I, didn't, I, think, I didn't think you'd go just face and hands, but but you know, based on your previous experience, I think I can imagine you going full body. I would make sure that my dick is as brown as the rest of me. Wow, <laughs> fucking hell! Well, if you're jet setting JK, I imagine that is yeah, going to be required. It's going it's to be a given. So yeah, uh, number four would be dedicated to a good skincare routine. Good. Uh, number three, um, I can be a bit camp when I need to be. <laughs> yes, that is a good one. 
and very true. Uh, so... How many times? Um, and it's going to be tricky for you, I know. How many times do you think you have been, uh, as someone said, come on? <laughs> How many times? I mean, right now you're wearing a very tight white t-shirt, and I'm I'm unsure. <laughs> Uh, probably once a week, I imagine. So <laughs> I thought you were going to say probably once then, and I was going to go bullshit. But no, once a week. Once a week, yeah. Is uh... this by Peyton or? <laughs> I have I have made pains at work to say my my wife, not my partner, because some you... people do say that and leave it ambiguous. You do. I say no, no, no. Just to let you know, not that you know, not that. If if you think of me a different way, I'm not, that's fine. But you've you know, got nothing just, against it, have you? No, not at all. But uh, yeah, I have kind of made it clear. Just, just accuse of just, just to clear up any ambiguity, shall we say? Do you say my wife in the Borat voice? When <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so camp. When, re- when, if required. When slash if required, yeah. Yes. Go on then, uh, two more. Two more skills. Two more skills. Or things that you're bringing to the, you know, the, bring... the tray table. Um, I could, I mean, I can put a mean spoon down. So I imagine the takeaway, the, the little tray boxes that you do get, I could put them, I reckon I could put them down pretty quick. Well, I was going to bring this up. Yeah, I was going to ask you this. So you don't necessarily get a spoon. You get your little packet with the plastic spoons and and thing and your spork or whatever it is. I don't know the shit. The wipes that come in the little packet. Are you does is the spoon placement skill transferable to these other things? These other items. Can you in actually place down on a table other items? Yeah, with some practice, absolutely. I would, you know, before the interview, that would be a lot. I'd be getting lots of, I don't know, like the bento boxes, something like that. You know, yeah. that kind of similar. Because you've you've got to, you know, when you when you're transporting a load, you have to think about the size and the shape and the destination of the place as well, and what. Yeah. And you've also got to take, you know, around the area around it as well, and what potential hazards could be there. So I would I would, I would probably do some role playing scenarios with that and make sure that I could bang 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 get those boxes down bang here's your lunch bang here's your lunch here's breakfast. I'm Don't gonna do some that. role bang. playing. You just said I'm gonna do some role playing so that you can bang bang bang. Well, <laughs> so you could just cut that little bit on its own. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I... Because, yeah, it's not exactly the same. And what you said then as well, I think, you said you were going to prepare. Now, if, if if people don't know this already, you are a stickler for the preparation, aren't you, when it comes to mm-hmm. interviews, courses, things like that. And this, I think this takes this takes me back to um, a long, a while ago now, back in the day, because we, we, we did know each other before this podcast, despite what some people might think. They might think we just put this on. <laughs> that were complete strangers. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm I've... sure there's times where you thought, who the fuck is this guy? I do not know who he is. Yeah. And there's a lot of times when I say, you weren't always like this. <laughs> but in some ways, like this one that I'm going to say, now this is a good one. This is a good trait to have. Um, I remember you telling me once upon a time, from your days in the Cubs or the Scouts, you said mm-hmm. it was the prepare 
to fail kind of fail to prepare prepare to, prepare fail. to fail and it sounds like you've you've kept that mantra throughout i have uh it's also known as the five p's prior preparation prevents poor performance wow yeah especially in especially in the industry i'm as well the, the preparation you know the actual the nitty-gritty of it is pretty easy it's what you do beforehand you know and, and if you prepare well enough then it's a breeze you know, you 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 polish those spoons beforehand. You're gonna have no problems putting them down. They're already pre-polished. <laughs> but if you don't polish them beforehand, and then all of a sudden the day you're in the fuck, you're in the shit then because you've got a clean spoon and then putting them down and, and then very quickly putting them down, and that's when you get flustered. Yeah, you might not be giving the, the due care and attention to the spoons. And makes sense. It's a good fucking chaos. Process. Yeah, fucking chaos. Fucking chaos. Go so on, number then. one, one right, more. Uh, if push came to shove, I rec- I'm pretty sure I could take a terrorist. Wow, <laughs> useful skill. Yeah, I mean, not as popular as it once was. Uh, no, it's not. It, you're right. Do, do you think it was kind of like a fad? Like <laughs> the Tamagotchi? Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you can still get Tamagotchis. And um, still get the odd terrorist, I imagine. Yeah. You seem to have gone a bit quiet. Do you think? I reckon there's two. There's two things here. One, are they plotting a big one? <laughs> They're preparing. They could spending be. a lot of preparation for something big. I don't know. The other option is can't take losing, and they've gone and taken the fucking ball. I'm not playing anymore, and they fucked off. Which one do you think it is? Some of them did. Like there was probably, you know, some some glory hunter terrorists yeah, that yeah. were in it for just in it for the glory and, and the forty virgins, obviously. Well, uh, so they yeah. like, again. That sounds like something you'd be up for. If I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, there's probably a couple that lost interest and they're like, oh, do you know what? It's a lot of hard work building bombs, isn't it? So, um, yeah. So they probably, yeah, it probably weeded out some of the the real non believers, shall we say. Uh, but yeah, and then there'll be the ones who are proper hardcore will be, you know, say plotting as we do. Do we do, I mean, famously in the past, we have helped take down paedophile rings. Uh, do we now need to do a terror watch? I be I am I'd be concerned that it's gone quiet and people aren't watching anymore. <laughs> Are we still keeping an eye out? <laughs> Especially, I, I'll tell you, I haven't been on a plane for a little while now with COVID and things like that. But every time I am at the airport, I do look around. Well, just keep an eye out. Um, just who's on the plane? What's going on? I I do still do that. And if somebody has got like a rucksack, and I think would that person usually have a rucksack? I do think that sometimes. Hmm. I'm still course, keeping an eye out. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and of course, it, it is very important on the planes as well to make. I mean, you can make it into a fun game, but it is always very. Good to identify whose whose bag is whose bag. Well, there you go. It is a game, but there's a serious message behind there is, it. There is. 
which is if there is an unaccounted bag on a flight, it's probably a bomb. Just uh, ask the question. Just, <laughs> just ask the question. Whose is this bag? And if someone shouts out, that's my bag. <laughs> yeah, give them a little prize and a little cheer. But also, chances are it's it's not a bomb. Yeah. It does help eliminate them. Yeah. Pretty quickly. And then, you know, if there is any spare bags then, then those are the ones that are probably a bomb. There you go. So that, that what what are you how are you taking down this terrorist? I mean, are you doing it Steven Seagal style? Are you using the spoons in some way? What what I I'd, I'd like to think I probably would use a tray. Uh, I would use I would take them down Seagal style, but with the apparatus around me. I'd use again, I'd use the environment around me to brilliant to better the terrorist. And you and it's your environment. They've come into your Exactly. They've come into my backyard. I think what I can see you doing is using the life jacket, but also, but like getting it round them, getting it, spinning them round, getting the whistle in the eye, blinding them with the the light quickly, yeah. and then just tying them up in like misdirection. Tying, yeah, tying them up in knots. Quickly open the door, boot them out, close it again. You'd you'd quickly open the door. Yeah. <laughs> Worried. Boot them out. Right. They're not going to die because they've got the life jacket. They'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, nice soft landing for them. They'll float. They'll... Yeah, I'll ring the police on the way. And they'll be like, there's a guy over the Atlantic. Yeah. Terrorist, pick him up. Don't worry, he's got a flashing light. You'll see him. Would you have... I? You need one if you haven't. Have you got an exit line when you boot him off the plane? Because Seagal, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, they always say something. Like, I don't know, like a good, a good like pun or something. I'd, 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 I'd retain the customer service part. So as I was saying it, I'd say thanks for flying whichever company I'm working for. JK Airlines. Thanks for flying JK Airlines. Boo! Out you go. Uh, Love it. Leave us a review or something like that. Yes. Needs a little bit of work, but um. In the moment, I'm sure I'd nail it. Or preparation again, get a couple of lines sorted. Yeah, just try them out. Uh, I imagine, you know, it'll happen a couple of times. Just law of averages, really. Yeah. I mean, I, well, we've we've heard your top five reasons why you think you should get the job. (laughs) I think, I think any of these fucking airlines would be lucky to have you at this stage. You're covering (laughs) all the bases. Appearance, job, possible terrorism. I think, why wouldn't they bring you in? Yeah, I imagine there'll be a bidding war starting very, very soon. And and you would obviously jet jet setting JK writes itself, really, doesn't it? Just like when you're off, when you're out of the air, and you're back on land, you could be going to all sorts of places, getting into all sorts of. You know, madcap adventure. <laughs> In Just fact, ticking off, ticking off those countries. Yes, and so I, like I, I'm doing a little bit of the old Ryan at the moment. I'm going to get right on this. This TV <laughs> show, definitely going to get on this. 
yeah. Uh, coming to you, should we say 2024? Yeah, give me a bit. Like I say, it, it writes itself. It does. Uh, it, there'll be a bidding war very quick. That'll end very quickly. Everyone will just be like, six million, seven million, eight million. Uh, yeah, and then it'll just, the machine will just fall, fall into place. Sorted it. And this, there you go. This was this was today's Patreon, everyone. And yeah. this was all because when you joined the Zoom call, it went bing bong. <laughs> uh, can I tell you quickly about another film I have? Uh, uh, Jet Set and JK, of course, come in 2024. But yeah. can I tell you about another film I'm very excited uh, that I saw a trailer for today? Go on. Uh, it's coming in February 2023. Uh, I only need to tell you the title because it tells you everything you need to know about this film. But there is a trailer out there as well. It is called Cocaine Bear. Okay. A bear does some cocaine and goes fucking mental. It's apparently based on true events, uh, according to the trailer. Uh, But yeah, it's a bear on doing cocaine. Um, Is this what Tim's novel's about? (laughs) Who the fuck has written this? And then someone else has gone, yeah. Make that a film. Uh, and you've seen it, the trailer, does it? I've seen the trailer. What, is, this, is this at cinemas or is this straight to... No, Netflix? it's going to be at cinemas, February 2023. Uh, cocaine Bear. Uh, Anyone we know in it? I don't know. I don't really know many bears. Uh, actually, no, it's, it's Paddington Bear. You, you've seen him for... It is... <laughs> He's fucking lost it since the Queen died. <laughs> yeah, he's ended up in some bad streets down London. Yeah, he's fucked off the marmalade and he's gone straight to the coke now. Yeah. I'll watch that, to be fair. Because <laughs> you still maintain that Paddington 2 is the greatest film of all time, right? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Hey, you check check that Rotten Tomatoes. Paddington 2 is, is very high up there. It Do you have to have seen Paddington film. 1? Uh, yeah, Paddington one's a bit shit, to be honest. It's just the necessary kind of origin story that you need for Paddington. Whereas Paddington two, you get you know he's let loose a bit more just to be more Paddington. And then Paddington three. And then Paddington three. Cocaine. Yeah, it's well, you know, he, fame and fortune has found him. So, and so is cocaine. That's that's what happens with fame and fortune. Uh, well, this, yeah, true. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. It'll be coming to me when I'm jet setting JK at some point. Oh, there'll definitely be some cocaine years, definitely. <laughs> oh, there we go. Loads of things to look forward to in coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Two fucking mental films. Up for that, up for that, definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, watch the trailer if you can. I might even put a link to it in the... Uh... The old show notes and the old podcast notes. Put that and then the picture of you in the white shorts, because that's that is the vibe of Jet Set and JK for me. <laughs> Put both of them up. Yeah, James Bond style poster. Yeah, I'll, I'll knock one up today, don't worry. I'm joking, I've already got loads made. I can imagine the poster for Jet Set and JK to be like one of the GTA kind of, you know, that kind of graphic <laughs> novelly kind of, you in a Miami Vice style suit. Yeah, definitely. 
I think that I think GTA Six is going to be in kind of like Miami Vice kind of style as well. So we'll probably be able to do um, a tie-in. That'd be good. If I'm honest. Uh, there you go. Here we go. Worth a quid. That is definitely worth a quid. <laughs> <laughs>